Welcome back to another episode of Sowing the Seed Podcast. I am your host, Olivier. <laughs> Olivier Ishiak. <laughs> Sebastian. Hey! That boy pronounced it right, Welcome too. back to the Sowing the Seed Podcast. Sowing the Bird. We're live, bro. This is the Sowing the Birds Podcast right now. How y'all feeling, boys? I'm feeling great, man. The fact that you just said sowing the birds is like... I just love that so much, you know, uh, myself, Sowing the Seed Podcast, Zach, um, but he forgot, that's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but he forgot the podcast. I forgot, I just like mine so much, <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> but he forgot again, he can't buddy, even say it, he's gonna say I like turtles or something, I'm gonna take over, I like birds, I like birds, so yeah, I like birds and uh, Sowing the Seed, uh, you know, we linked up again, finally, and uh, we're actually in Texas right now. And um, yeah, we're just enjoying each other, man. It's been a, it's been a dope weekend so far. We've had such a great time spending time with uh, Malachi, uh, Zach's son, uh, the new baby Zeke. Baby Zeke, baby Zeke, Zeke is finally is here. here. It's amazing. Uh, Mikey actually came down as well. Yep, yep. So I'm here. shout I'm out back. to Mike. Mike First here. pod. First pod experience. Excited man. to be on the I like birds nope. sewing the bird pod. There That's we go. what it is. I'm I'm happy to be here. Just put it like that. Let's we'll, go. We don't know whose pod this is going to be. <laughs> we have no idea. Well, yet. We might just double down and just cross post it if it's that good that would be dope too we can do that i feel like every time we sit down and talk though it's like for hours so i feel like if anything we can split it up and just like you know what i mean chop it up so absolutely god has a plan amen speaking of a plan yo so this morning how do you guys feel about where we went and the word that was given i want to hear from the baby believer mike (laughs) (laughs) beautiful i'll tell you what i never heard of tony heavens out of every pastor i ever heard you know as a child you hear joel seen you hear all the famous people tony evans never heard of him saturday olivia showed me him showed me this beautiful sermon on the practice the practice of spirituality mm-hmm. and his message just hit today it really did just good friday learning about that jesus rose on a sunday that's probably what stuck with me the most but what happened on saturday well, mm-hmm. i'll tell you what happened on saturday hey, saturday that's when jesus he delivered that's when he delivered us from the evil spirits. He went down to the prison. The prison is, the way I actually pictured that was, that's, that's like hell, right? Yeah, it's like in the, the underworld. Yeah. Sheol okay. is what they call it in, mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the word. He, he was delivering us. He went down there. He took all the, the souls, mm-hmm. the souls that were, you know, dying down in prison, dying down in hell, dying down in, mm-hmm. he came back. He did his job. That was his job on Saturday. But you don't hear about this Saturday. Yeah. He came back Sunday and he rose. And that's really... That's how we all got saved. Right. That's why we have the 
opportunity to be saved. Amen. So that's good, man. I felt that's blessed good. seeing Tony Evans. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna listen to him a lot. I might yeah. buy his Bible too. Hey, buy the Bible. <laughs> he got a pod. Hey, He's got a great pod. Does he really? Yeah, where he is basically his sermons um, that he drops every week. Okay. It's put on there, and then they also go back. And they actually dropped some of the like previous ones from like twenty years ago, and you get to hear him like in his bag twenty years yeah. ago, just getting after it. It's dope. He gets it. Yeah, is. it's really good. It's cool because Zach and I have a ministry now, and like we're young, and we're, you know, me and him were in the car on the way there this morning, and I just said, bro, like, it's so crazy because I watch his old sermons when he was younger, and I was telling Zach, I was like, bro, it was so cool to see him when he was younger because he was more vibrant. And he looked like a little linebacker. Like he was, you know, he was built. You could tell he was in shape and whatnot. And he was just so passionate about the word. And he is today. But now that he's older, mm-hmm. you know, Zach found out he was 72 today. And um, Zach was like, yeah, he's 72. I didn't know that. And he's but he's smooth years. with it. Wow. Smooth. I thought he's he was doctor. 50s. He's a doctor. Smooth, bro. So like the fact now that like he kind of like hovers around the stage like a G. Like, you know what I mean? He's like in his, he's like Kobe and MJ. Like when MJ played for the Wizards, like he just picked his spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't move too much. He doesn't yell, scream right. or any of that yeah. stuff. But when you say pick the spot, it's crazy because I picked up on that too because I did uh, stand up for three years and mm-hmm. I understood that he knows what the crowd's going to react to because mm-hmm. I remember I saw him mm-hmm. kind of dancing yeah. in this yeah. moment of uh, he knew that when he started talking about Saturday, mm-hmm. he was going to get the real believers yeah. where Amen. they're like, ooh, yeah, we haven't yeah. heard this before. Tell him about yeah. my, and I, you heard people next to us yeah. being like, that's my Lord. Yeah. That's my Lord. Yeah. You know? Everyone, it like gasped and there yeah. was, <gasps> everyone was like, Saturday, I don't know. Honestly, though, um, one of my first few episodes, I think it was episode number two is where I was like, uh, the devil don't want no smoke with Jesus. That's actually an episode mm-hmm. where I kind of dive into that about him taking back the keys Amen. on Saturday because it just, because it, it, like he said, you don't ever really hear about the Saturday being mm-hmm. preached. But yeah. in reality, that's kind of what got us like that salvation, especially for the people that were living before the cross. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he, he eradicated all their sin, which is like, dang, there were some, sa- even Sodom and Gomorrah, yeah. they, 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 they <laughs> saved, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need a fact check. Right. That one. It's not up to us, but godquestions.org. I, I don't know. I have to look that one up. <laughs> I, I heard Dr. Tony, but I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make sure we double check. You know who Dr. Tony reminds me of? Hmm. Remember, Zach will remember this more because we went to middle school together. Remember Dr. Watson? Nope. Next question. (laughs) 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 Moving on, B. Anyway, back to the message, bro. (laughs) Come on, nobody care about Dr. Watson that's listening right now. We're talking about how he, he, his presence. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, like Steve Harvey. It's crazy. His presence, It's crazy you say that because Zach was touching base on, like, his picking his spots. And I'm thinking, like, yo, his stage presence alone. You know what I mean? Like, let's say he wasn't a pastor. Like, his stage presence, he could be doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like his stage presence alone is, like, so powerful. He's, like, elite in that category. You know what I mean? Because, Absolutely. like, the way he just owned the stage, the way, you know, he paused. Um, there, was a, there was a time in the beginning, you guys remember, yes, where he was yes. answering questions. Just just the way he went about it. And he's such a humble, bu- humble guy. But just the way he went about it was just so, like, inspiring. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. He opened up with a story. And this is something that, like, Zach actually, like, highlighted. and um. There's actually a book that Zach sent me. What's, what's it called? Communicating for a Change. Communicating mm-hmm. for a Change. Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley. And if you guys, any of you guys out there who are speakers who are hopefully, you know, uh, bringing the, the gospel to people and need some, um, you know, some help and some direction on how to be a better uh, communicator. Exactly. Next that level. book, by far, is, is a great tool. And mm-hmm. so, I, you know, I, I thank Zach for obviously getting for me as well because it, it's helped me so much in, you know, my journey with the podcast that I started. And so for you guys out there, man, like you guys should study the greats and everything mm-hmm. that you do, we, we study the greats, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the gospel is no different. I'm, Absolutely. You know, we like sports, you know, me and Zach, 
uh, Mikey, Mikey loves sports as well. We all, you know, had played sports, you know, when we were younger. And so the best way to get better at your craft is to study the people that came before you who were mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. so for us, Tony Evans has always been a staple in my life. And then, you know, when Zach got saved, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, met on, on, on Tony Evans and his podcast and that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just so beautiful now that, like... To introduce Mike to Mike it, yeah. to it, you know, because mm-hmm. Mike is, like, the missing link now because, mm-hmm. like, God rest uh, Armani's soul, you know, he's not here anymore. And so, um, you know, the fact that Mikey just, like, came through this this week and, and got to mm-hmm. enjoy and, and witness the greatness of Tony Evans and his, his gospel was just, like, amazing, so... Yeah, what an opportunity we got to go see him, though. Actually be here at the time. It was perfect. Yeah. We all came absolutely to be here in texas don't even know who the guy is and he's 45 minutes away yeah, yeah. i'm able to see him live mm-hmm. we didn't even know who's gonna be there we just went off faith yeah mm-hmm. literally went off yo faith, faith. Yeah, faith. That was, that's all it was and we, we when we say that we say this because we're we had experiences where being excited to go see like the pastor and then they have like a guest speaker and you're like what is this <laughs> i want to see the guest speaker <laughs> yo and if a guest speaker is listening right now like nothing against y'all but we, we want the main attraction like yeah. we, we came for the champ who is she <laughs> I want spiritual milk. I want spiritual meat. For real, I want breast milk. I want. I need a dude to tell me what's up. I'm struggling. No, but but it's uh, just jokes. Jesus jokes in country, guys. Just jokes. That's crazy. But yeah, it's 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 been a wonderful weekend, and um, you know, now that Mikey's actually joining us for the first episode, I'm super excited mm-hmm. he's here, and mm-hmm. yep. I think the biggest blessing uh to this episode will be the perspective of someone who knows god but has kind of you know been in a season where they haven't been as close to him and so i know there's a lot of people out there because Mm -hmm. zach and i have been through those seasons where we don't feel as close to god as we know we should be Mm -hmm. and we we're not in relation um as deeper as deep as we have been in the past and so i feel like mikey's Mm -hmm. in that season and he's our brother and we love him and you know since he's been here we've been uplifting him and just kind of Mm -hmm. speaking life into him to encourage him to dig deeper into his faith and i've seen and i've seen so much because like you know i want to tell the audience like from the time that Zach and I like brought it up to him and you know kind of been encouraging him, mm. like dude has been in the, in the car just reading his Bible. Like yeah, any chance hungry. he gets, he's hungry again. Yeah, so it's good. It's the the reason why I bring that up is because the best way to keep yourself going and focused on the main thing, which is Christ, which is God, which is our salvation, is to surround yourself with mm-hmm. believers that can push you and hold you accountable. Absolutely. Correct. And so Absolutely. this weekend. You know, Zach and I knew we were going to minister to each other and, and, and meet on, you know, our podcast and our faith. But now that we get to pour into Mikey, our brother, and that mm-hmm. he's going to take that now and go back and be as strong in his faith as you and I are. Yeah. is something I'm super excited for. Right. So just, you know, either you or maybe Zach talk about like the fact of having people holding you accountable and how that helps and what it's like to not have people hold you accountable and where you see yourself in a weakened state when you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for those who don't know, <clears throat> I'm Mikey. I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Jesus. Uh, I've had a struggle in the past, I'd say, uh, about four or five months that I kind of backslid. And coming here to see Zach and Olivier is just, it's been a blessing. God definitely had this lined up. Jesus had this lined up. Amen. There's a reason that I'm here right now, and it's, Want to see my friends, my family that I know that I've known since I was 13, 14 years old, and uh, wow, they're older than me, and they've always guided me through. You know, they're like my mentors in a way, where how they're older than me, and I'm just appreciative of the fact that that um, 
Jesus put them in my life. Jesus, he knows. He knows. He really does because he put me here Amen. to to stop from falling Amen. and to catch where mm-hmm. I left off and Dang, that's just deep. get lifted yeah, back up because I definitely backslid. Like, so it's funny because you guys talk about Bible stories and, and I feel like, like, yeah, I, I know that's in John. This is in uh, Luke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just, I would say it's been a while since I've just been backsliding, you know? Like, I... I Saw myself backsliding where it's like, okay, I did that. If I'm going to watch pornography, oh, I did that. Oh, you know, I go a month without it. And I watch it again. And oh, next time, maybe it's two weeks. Yeah. And I'm slowly backsliding. And I don't really have a church that I go to at home anymore. I did in the beginning. I don't have, besides Zach um, and you, mm-hmm. I don't really have anyone to speak with on. And I'm mm-hmm. being held accountable here. It's really bringing my spirit up, you yeah, know? Yeah. I want to bring my wife's spirit when I go back home. Yeah, because yeah, it's beautiful she, transitions, yeah. she follows me. And mm. in the sense, when I was up in my spirit, she was up in her spirit. She, at one point, I remember when we were both in our spirit together. Yeah. Uh, a little bit after we got our house, we were going to the church. We didn't like the church we went to Orlando, so that kind of like messed us up. But I remember she was like, are you praying anymore? She's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm praying. And I was praying in my head, you know, at nighttime. And she, but she was holding me accountable. And then once I stopped holding her accountable, it was like we dwindled, you know? Yeah. And I was telling Olivia, like, I want to go home. I want to keep it up. And when I'm struggling, I, I want to be held accountable for certain things. Mm, yeah. And from you guys, I look up to you guys. And I've always looked up to you guys in that sense, you know? Because that's what, that's what it is. I yeah. backslid, and I'm going to go back home and get my wife back on it. Because we were on it. I'll tell you. I yeah, was really on, on it. You're on your grizzly. We Thanks. really were on it. About eight months ago, I bought a house. Um, Glory to God for that. And uh, I, was, I was in my Bible every day for that. Even months after that, I had a I moved her from Fort Lauderdale to Orlando. Mm-hmm. I began a church in Fort Lauderdale that I absolutely loved. Potential Church is a beautiful church down south. Good church. Um, went to Orlando, tried two different churches, didn't really like them. Kind of watched the online of Potential, mm-hmm. and slowly but surely, sliding away. And boy logged away. off. That boy logged <laughs> off. That boy's <laughs> crazy. That boy he deleted like, his IG. He's just like, I'm done watching church. I don't need that. Church online. Yeah, no podcast, nothing. What do you do like, with your free time, B? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you start doing? You well, he's a firefighter, know. guys. For guys yeah. Who, yeah. who don't know, he's a firefighter out there. So, Any rock climbs? Used to egg I mean, houses? I'd be mean, rocking. <laughs> You're really showing out for another thing. Yeah. You ain't even in it. That's, That's hilarious. crazy. No, but we're, we're, so, we're so thrilled to have our brother here, man. Just have him on a renewed path and just focus mm. right now. And I just see it. I see it in him. Uh, the same way yeah. Zach saw it, you know, a few months back. And no, that's beautiful mm-hmm. because you do, like you said, you lead your wife. And yeah. um, and I saw that, like, through. I remember, like, you know, the first you know, <clears throat> year or so we were walking in uh, our faith and sharing the pods mm-hmm. together and talking about it, talking about the word and getting nerdy on it. You know, you call each other, you'd be, like, all excited. Yeah. And I'd be like, I know, bro, I told yeah. you it's crazy. I'm getting weird over here yeah. in Texas, but I like it. <laughs> and uh, but, but at the same time, having, you know, uh, your wife also, like, reach out and, like, show love and, like, show that she was actually, like you know for the first time like being almost enlightened to the mm-hmm. truth which is a beautiful thing you know mm-hmm. especially from you know you not only reach your best friends but you reach your best friends significant other mm-hmm. you reach their friends and it's almost like the pyramid yeah. <laughs> the pyramid scheme yeah. of uh <laughs> just you know spreading the gospel yeah. you know yeah. uh, and it's a beautiful thing and the fact that you've kind of identified that and you're excited to share that with her mm-hmm. i'm sure that's going to make her excited because it's almost mm-hmm. as like 
man, I, I missed it too. I've missed my, I miss, yeah. you know, putting God first too. I miss yeah. like, you know, seeking, you know, and that's the big thing. It's like, there's always so much to learn and know. Even tonight, yeah. you know, we're talking about before we started the podcast about, you know, was Christ in the Old Testament? Like, do we see him anyway? It's not just pointing to him, but is yeah. he like physically there and yeah. us just researching and just trying to get answers. Getting nerdy. Yeah, getting nerdy yeah, on that. it getting with each too. other. And I think that that's so good because it's like, we all learn from each other based on you being like, nah, that ain't it. I'm like, right. bro, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm going to go look. And it's go like, that goes for four yeah. You go look. That's exactly. how you grow, though. That's the way you grow. That's how you too. grow. That's the only. Yeah. That's what's helped me grow my faith. I feel like just now. Yeah. Right. Like I, I truly want you to believe, and and maybe maybe I'll mess up in two weeks and I'll, and I'll backslide. Yeah. But I do hope when I'm talking to you on the phone, we're not just talking about stocks too. Right. And maybe you bring up, you know, you bring up something about John, or you bring right. up something about anything. But how you been? Yeah. You know, because I feel like that. That's what helped me along the way too. Back like a year ago when I was more in it. Mm-hmm. Is when we would be talking on the phone, you would bring it up, yeah. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring it up, and that's probably because maybe you know I'm slipping. Yeah. So I want to go home and hold myself accountable as well. Yeah, and I think we all do because yeah. even so, like I, I even think about like our phone calls we've had, and mm-hmm. you're right, I haven't brought up like the word, mm-hmm. but also I feel like I was bringing it up for a while, and it would it would kind of like the, the like the candle would feel like it was like dimming out, mm-hmm. so it kind of just made me feel like not needing to bring it up, but also to the point where. I've been more in my like school books rather right. than my word. And like right. now that I'm graduating, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to get back to the word. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. So I'm excited for this. I feel like because uh, I graduate in one like or I finish school in one week. So like, bro, like I'm just excited to be like finished with it and just be like, all right, these are the books I had to read. Now I get to read the books that I you know feel led to read and choose mm-hmm. to read myself. And mm-hmm. I think that's this is like I feel like you said coming out here like replenish your soul and yeah. like got you on fire again and kind of yeah. like all right like it was a good trip for you like it yeah. was a good trip for y'all coming here right. we mm-hmm. got the crivo now it's yeah. like there's no more like there's no more like chasing the things to get stability it's mm-hmm. like the stability is here yeah. the lord has blessed us with that that mm-hmm. peace is here yeah. now it's like let's keep growing in our relationship with him through amen, that amen. you know i'm praising him through it obviously mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing man he's married zach's married and so they they meet on that and you know, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking notes because I'm the unmarried one in the group, and so you know I'm I'm really digging into married to Jesus. Hey, what a bridegroom! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I want I want to actually switch gears real quick because Mikey brought up a good topic, and that was the fact that he backslid, right? And yeah. so we know we've all been through seasons where we backslid and we've done things that we're not proud of, falling back into sin, mm. not living in in our spirit, living yeah. in the flesh. You know what I mean? We've been in those seasons, and so before we even start recording, Zach and I, as well as Mikey, started talking about salvation. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo!" Like Zach got really deep and was just like, "Cause me and Zach go back and forth." You guys should know that. We both got pods. We both got relationships with Christ. We both got different revelations. And so we go back and forth lovingly as two brothers would, you know, with with scripture. And so Zach asked me again after we've spoken about it like three or four times. He's like, yo, Ali, you think you can lose your salvation? And my answer is always, yo, you can definitely lose your salvation. Like, I feel like it's not once saved, always saved. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple churches out there that feel like once you're saved, you're always saved. But for me... And this is my, maybe my flesh talking from my perspective. Like, I feel like you could lose it. Mm-hmm. So come to find out tonight, through my brother, Zach, I got a revelation that I will take with me after this trip. And so I want him to share what that actually entails when it comes to losing your salvation. And so I'm going to give it to him and I'm just going to let him kind of just, you know, lead you guys. 
and what that means. Yeah, one of the benefits of being in ministry school is you have to read some books that you may not have may not have picked up on your own. And this book is called The Five Minute Theologian, and it really answers some questions that are really uh, uh, concise, but also it's just so informative, packed with doctrine, packed with scripture to kind of answer those tough questions that uh, we have as believers. And uh, the, the question that kind of came to mind, especially when Olivia and I were talking about it first, was something that I remember stumbling on in my own little studies. And it was talking about how instead of thinking, can a Christian lose their salvation, you kind of switch your mindset and switch the question to, can unbelievers claim to be saved? And this is where a lot of the scripture kind of points to, where First uh, John 2.19 answers the second question very very adequately when it says they went out from us but they did not really belong to us for if they had belonged to us they would have remained with us but their going showed that none of them belonged to us and when i read that it really reminded me of like the fact of like i i put myself in the in like the shoes of like how, how what would it look like if i were to lose my salvation and i don't ever see that happening because now that i know christ and now that i know that i know that i know amen that jesus is the lord of lord and king of kings that he died for me that he is real that his spirit is it dwells inside of me is undeniable there's no way that anybody can put anything in my life there's no way that the enemy can to get me away from him from that knowledge and that truth that i've experienced that salvation that holy spirit feeling where it hits you like a bag of bricks and you have no other explanation but it's the presence of god to where it's like i'm not going to walk away from that and i know that like my i I feel like it's sealed like it's always in me that experience of the presence of god is in me for forever so therefore it's like i can't lose my salvation because i'm never gonna you know i that experience already happened that salvation experience happened where i got baptized i felt I felt boom. I felt like just this whole like different feeling that has been completely spiritual and it was of God. It wasn't of anything else. And then it kind of touches on that a little bit more here where it talks about Paul concludes that nothing can separate the true believer from God's love in Romans 8, 38 and 39. And then he also talks about in the spirit himself gives us a sense of assurance as he testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. What that basically is, is alluding to is that is that many will say to me, um, excuse me, many will say that basically, because uh, the thing that Olivia brought up was a great point, a great point of scripture. What was the scripture that you brought up? Do you remember? Yeah, it was about it was about the fact that on the day of uh, the judgment seat of, of, of God, you know, he would say to the person coming to him, uh, the person would say to, to Christ, actually, Lord, Lord, didn't we not prophesy in mm-hmm. your name and do these good deeds and cast out demons mm-hmm. and, and, and do everything that a believer does in the kingdom of God having the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling within them mm-hmm. and 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 you I'm setting the scene of, of like this person coming to God and, and asking why do I lack this salvation now yeah and what does Christ say he says then I will tell them plainly I never knew you mm-hmm. and that's in Matthew mm-hmm. 7 22 and 23 yeah. and then Jesus contended that he who stands firm to the end will be saved mm-hmm. our need to persevere shouldn't scare us because God perseveres his own mm-hmm. and then this verse was on Olivier's heart when we were kind of talking about it he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus' Amen. return. And that's in Philippians 1.6. Jesus' death finished the work of redemption, and God sealed us by his Holy Spirit. And it says that in Ephesians 1.13. Hmm. The fulfillment of God's salvation project depends on his faithfulness, not our effort. So therefore, it has nothing to do with my own doing, my pause, own backsliding. Pause, 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 pause. It's all him, baby. Wow. Yo, re- 
Read that one more time. Yo, read that one more time, time. bro. Jesus' death finished the work of redemption, and God sealed us by his spirit. Mm. The fulfillment of God's salvation project (laughs) depends on his faithfulness, not our effort. Depends on his faithfulness, not our what? Effort. So therefore, your good works... Yeah, your good works aren't gonna get aren't gonna get you in the heaven. The truly saved are secure in Christ. And then this is why Paul urges urges us in uh, in Corinthians: examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Mm. We prove our claim to faith is real by our life. Do you see some evidence of the indwelling spirit in your life, Mm. such as fruit of the spirit? What are some fruits? Remember the fruit of the spirits. Fruit, I think, uh, righteousness. Yeah. Love, Mm -hmm. patience. Yep. Um, Joy. Joy. Self-control. Mm. That's a that's a good one. Goodness, right there. gentleness, gentleness. Yes. How many of those you got on a daily basis? Man, I tell you what, it, they come and go. Mm. I feel like I'm strong in a few, and then like I may lack in some yeah. certain days. You know what I mean? And that's when the flesh takes over. Absolutely, mm. it's I a constant war. You know. The presence of the fruit of the Spirit is some of the evidence that we look for to verify our own salvation. Mm. We can rest in the Bible's assurance that God is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, it says in Jude 24. Be assured that our failures, and we all have them, are temporary. Mm. God will keep Mm. his own forever. Unbelievers may claim to be saved when they're not, but the truly saved cannot lose their salvation. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I could say, man. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Truly saved can't lose it. As much as you can backslide, you know, somebody that pops in my mind all the time when mm-hmm. it, when this comes up is Kanye. Yeah. Because I, I heard that Jesus is Lord album and I felt like, yo, he was on fire for the Lord. Amen. He was moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then I started just feeling like this this shift of like backsliding and, yeah. you know, uh, he became like a billionaire, one of the richest men in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started having marital problems. Yeah. And also, I mean, don't get me wrong, but he was living with the enemy. Yeah. yeah. They weren't very supportive of his faith. Yeah. Um, you know. Living with the enemy yeah mm-hmm. big time that's a whole another pod, <laughs> that's a whole pod. even you know, i like, know that yeah as a baby believer i know yeah. that living with the like living with the and that's the thing just and so obviously he was up against a lot but at the same time <clears throat> i don't feel like he's lost his salvation because I, I he still puts on for god even though you can tell he's just like you know living in the world at times or not doing what a christian should be doing mm-hmm. but who are we to like you know, say what a Christian should be. And he, he walks his own battles that we Dude, would yeah. never walk with. Dude, you that's know? so crazy. Cause, oh. You know, like, we would never experience those battles. We have our own battles and we still struggle. Dude, we imagine his battles. The crazy thing about it is me and Zach haven't even talked about Kanye mm-hmm. like that. So the fact that he's bringing this up right now that's in the pod crazy. is wild, bro. Yeah. What do you think? I was just going to say that, like, so we talk about battles, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about, I, th- I see, like, earlier when we were uh, eating, I asked you what your battles were, what your battles were, yeah. and I told you what my battles were. Mm-hmm. Imagine his battles, as imagine, you're saying. Yeah, like, imagine. imagine. So it's almost like, do you judge him on that? Mm. Like, do you judge him on how much he has to carry in front of as many people as he influences? Yeah. And everybody Whether calls him worldly, crazy. Everybody says he's bipolar. Everybody's yeah. like, are you off your meds? It's like yes. people don't give him, like, any grace and ever. I'll tell you, that's part of what's going on in the world. People yeah. telling, yeah. you know, you're crazy. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. What's going on politically? I think it, yeah. it can get wild in here, but. Mm-hmm. But you know what I think about when I think about Kanye and I mm-hmm. think about people who are similar to him? It's like when God says, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. Say that one more time. Isn't that something? Yeah. It is easier Say for a for camel God. to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. Hmm. You know what I also just thought about? What's up? I love this podcast, but we left the fan on. 
Hopefully it's all right. We maybe just shut it off for now. Can we pause real quick? I don't know. We ain't going to pause. We should keep going. We're going to let it ride. They can suck for 14 minutes. Are you a fan of the show or not? You were in the room. You were a fan. You're in the room. No, nah, it's probably right. It was, it was hitting my leg, so it, it probably went too loud. But I don't know, though. I, yeah, we're 15 minutes in, so we've given some nuggets already. So honestly, if you guys have you know stayed here this long then you guys are dedicated that's dedicated though uh-huh. and just like you guys love the lord because we're absolutely we're, we're we just had the fan in. on like that was sloppy and it was pretty close it was pretty close that's crazy don't unplug it now oh and we got the fridge on wow <laughs> these boys well <laughs> we actually just paused to hear the uh <laughs> the last 15 minutes with the fan on so we apologize for you guys out there who are listening and I had to deal with that annoying fan in the background. Uh, I blame Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was right in front of the fan. and uh, That's my bitty. He would have ate the apple. He would have ate the apple, <laughs> too. Like, seriously. That's crazy. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So I don't really know. Where, where do we leave off? I mean, we're talking about Kanye. And I like the convo about that. Yes. And, and that's the thing. Like, the episode was so, like, I, I, I think we're enjoying what we're talking about so much that even if we had the fan in there, we're going to let it ride because it was organic and... Uh, we don't want to like redo that just because of a fan. So um, we'll be all right. You know, people understand that something's happened like that sometimes, especially when you got Mikey in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of. I should have seen last night when we tried to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> or, or change um, a window in a in what a car door. Oh, we, <laughs> we still got to fix that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yo, oh, can I just say something real quick? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Zachariah. Hey. hey thank happy you. 29th happy birthday. birthday, brother. That's crazy. Man, that's I love so you, bro. I love you too, bro. Thank Man, you. I'm so happy, birthday. bro, that I'm here. Thanks. Man. able to witness and be yeah thank you guys for coming for my birthday man it means the world it's been a it's been a, a rocky year it's been tough it's been all over the board it's been exciting it's been a blessed year but uh just being able to reflect on 28 and just look forward to 29 has been this has been probably my best like like a uh, reflection of of a year and like just being excited about my future bro it's like the first 10 years of the 20s were, were a fight, bro. And yeah. we're just like chasing a dream with stand-up, you know, dropping Jay- Barry Allen. Dreams. Dropping Barry Allen music, don't forget. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, really <laughs> figuring it out. And uh, 29, I just feel like it's just going to be, you know, a good year. But also, I think it's just going to propel me into my next decade of of what the next 10 years look like. And I finally have some stability being in the cribbo. I know I'm going to be living here for a while. Uh, I got the podcast, about to be graduated, got my speeches going good, about to have a book out. Like, oh, that's crazy. Let's go. Like, yeah, so. My boy's blessed. He has a lot to look forward to, man. Like, a, a lot, lot of blessings on the way. Mm-hmm, absolutely, A lot of blessings bro. that came through already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have it so good, man. And, and I don't say that in a way of, of being boasting, but it's all about boasting in Christ because he's truly taken care of me when mm-hmm. I haven't deserved it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not the... The greatest dudes, I fall short. Your boy yeah. got a bad attitude sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I don't use my words to lift people up sometimes, and um, I complain a lot. You know, I gotta work on the fruits of the spirit for sure. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I think God knows my heart. It's like seeking Him and you know chasing Him and pursuing Him um, every day. And I'm trying to just you know let Him transform me and not do it my, my strong arm it myself. Yeah. So. I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful to be another year alive. And uh, especially, you know, we lost our brother Armani. So um, just having, you know, to be able to say, yep, I made the 29 is always a good thing, man. Mm-hmm. I got life insurance, so I'm worth more dead than alive, baby. Hey! What you think? I got that this year a few months ago. <laughs> Yo, so we good. Glory to God. Yeah, Glory to God, man. Two things. Glory to God for that, man. That's my mask. <laughs> <laughs> it protects me. It protects my fam, my life insurance policy. Pay 38 a month just in case. 
He said, tap out. <laughs> oh I'm gonna pray for him. Yeah, uh, please do. Um, it's just, I, man, there's been so many laughs this past weekend, man. I'm just so happy to be here. We have fun. That's a beautiful thing. And, and, and Zach actually touched on something. For many of you who follow the I Like Birds podcast, you guys know that our brother, Zach has been through the mud these past couple months going through. Stuck in the mud. Stuck in the mud, going through the mud. <laughs> and it's been tough. It's been tough because as his best friend, you, you can imagine I get the phone calls and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with him, uh, you know, along this journey that he's been through. And so it's been tough. It's been tough because I, I've heard a lot of, uh, of doubts and frustration. And, and many times we're in a season where we, we, we don't think we're going to be able to get out. You know what I mean? And I know many of us listening out there probably are in a season where we're either waiting for something to happen or praying for something to happen. And I've been in those seasons as well, waiting and praying. So mm-hmm. let it be encouragement to you um, for Zach to be on the other side now and to have the, all the blessings that he's been praying for and Absolutely. sowing into. Yeah. And, and now that he's on the other side, you know, we're <clears throat> over here and we're enjoying the fruits mm-hmm. of his labor mm-hmm. and the fruits of, of just, you know, what he's been, you know, sowing these past couple years. And so, yeah, man, I, I you know, I'm, I'm just so proud and happy for you and the family. I can just tell the joy and happiness that's radiating from your wife and the mm-hmm. kids and you know, when I walked in, uh, you know, after getting picked up from the airport, you know, Malachi, I, I hadn't seen him in about a year. Malachi saw me and like, he was just like glowing. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said, I was like, come, come see my room. <laughs> and like, I ran into his room and he just had a beautiful room set up with all his toys. And just like, you know, it, it, it just a t- it was a testament to just like the, the grace and love of God. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. his mercy, not only that, but his unwavering love to deliver Zach from a season where like he wasn't yeah. sure what was going yeah. on. Absolutely. You know I mean? So talk about that and just like, yeah, man. Well, yeah, man. And, and I appreciate you asking about it. I did like a specific episode about it where I was kind of sharing about it. But at the same time, it's like sharing it with somebody else in person. I, I just know it's going to go a long way. But it was a real test of faith. There was a lot of discipline, spiritual discipline involved. It was a lot of uh, the enemy definitely attacking in ways where I haven't been attacked before. Um, it was a lot of me having to basically put my big boy pants on, as my wife likes to say. Uh, whenever I'm in, on the struggle bus, it was a lot of, um, you know, different conversations. And I was having to shake hands with people I've never had to shake hands with before, with contractors and, um, you know, uh, people that sell mobile homes, <laughs> trailers. <laughs> I got a manufactured home, y'all. I'm just saying. It's, yeah, it's beautiful, though. It's not what y'all think. It's not though. what you think. It's not yeah. what you think. It's, yeah. it's I, beautiful. I, I've, been, I've been trying to tell you on the pod, but I didn't. <laughs> Clearly, like everybody was. He needed, he needed his boys to come through. Yeah, I need, I need a confirmation though. Nice. But uh, I got that, and uh, it's our dream. It's our dream trailer. Yo, it's funny because he makes a joke about a trailer, but it's funny because his, his father-in-law. He finds, he finds a way to remind him every time, bro. My father-in-law been through the whole process with me. He's like, he knows how much square foot it is. He knows how beautiful it is. He knows that we worked so hard to get it. We got denied loan after loan after loan. And we finally got approved for the trailer. And that's what he just says. He always talk, calls it a trailer. And it's yeah. super funny. And it's kind of funny because I have like a little backstory where uh, somebody in my family as a kid used to like kind of throw stones on on uh, living in a trailer and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's just funny. I kind of like came through and now I live in a trailer. That's crazy. It's a life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not like in all seriousness, though, it's like a dream house. It has my, I have my own office space. It's big living room. It has it's everything we, we could ask for for real. And uh, we we're um it, it, it just really just shows the goodness of God because this all happened in less than eight, um eight months around nine months yeah. of us like putting in the process and uh, we couldn't get approved for a, a mortgage loan before we went to uh yeah so we couldn't get approved for a mortgage loan before we went to the RV journey and then so the whole process was just 
it was just speed bumps and hurdles and it was just a real test of faith it was stormy we were staying at my in-laws house in the backyard and it was a gracious opportunity but you also don't want to be living with people and yeah. feeling like you need help and not having your stuff and we had our stuff in all different locations and uh Catherine was pregnant and going yeah. through through the storm with that yeah. of her uh, her low platelets at the time and mm-hmm. not sure if we can have the baby, uh, the delivery in the way that she wanted or if it was going to be a big medical issue yeah. as far as, um, you know, her health and longevity and the future of having other kids as well. So it was just a really tough time, honestly, and it was probably the worst big chunk of my life because I was stressed, bro. There yeah. were so many times I just felt like defeated. Yeah. Um, but luckily, well, God sustained me and I just was keeping my eyes on him yeah. as best as my abilities mm-hmm. uh, and realizing that, you know, the the other side is going to be the testimony. Like, he knows I'm going to tell people about this mm-hmm. and this is why he's bringing me through the ringer right now yeah. to mm-hmm. get this testimony out and just also, like, look at this blessing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. this is a W. Yeah. This time. house is a W. Big time. So, I kind of have two questions on that. You mm-hmm. said it was like the worst time of your life, so... To me, that's like, could you describe in that sense, like, the word, you, you, having so much faith in God, you say the worst time mm-hmm. in your life, like, can you, like, it's, explain, like, I don't know, explain that to me. In so, a sense, ex- like, like, explain why it was the worst time? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it had to do with just the, um, oh, okay, excuse me, so, so, I guess maybe the spirituality part yeah. of aspect of it, like, how, was that what was the worst part well, of it? Yeah, because it was a lot of attacks to the point okay. where it felt like these things weren't happening from God. It was happening for another reason. And mm-hmm. it was almost like, kind of like questioning God. And kind of, I, like for the first time in my life, I felt angry with God when, mm-hmm. uh, how long the process took mm-hmm. and how many times there was like delay after delay after delay. And it was just like, when you're in a tight spot, like an RV, like yeah, seriously, yeah. like a hundred square feet, you just feel kind of like you're, I hate to say like in a prison, but mm-hmm. kind of like you're, you're kind of like stuck in this like situation of like, dang, I got myself into this mm-hmm. and I felt like we're doing everything in our power to get out of it, but it's not happening in my time of when I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything in my power was trying to get into the house before the baby came so we mm-hmm. can have the baby in our house, right. be settled, this, this, and that. you know. And then, of course, my oldest son, Noah, also moved here. Um, that's kind of the reason we got off the road and we stayed um, in Texas. So now we're going from one kid a little toddler to three kids yeah. in an RV real fast yeah. in my parent-in-law's backyard where it's kind of like, man, it's like yeah. I worked so hard for the first decade of my life to, <laughs> and I'm in, like in a backyard right now. You know what I mean? So it felt, it felt kind of like um, it was definitely humbling. It felt defeating like, you know, and, and I had like some savings, you know, it's like we have the money to like go get some, yeah. you know, else, but we're working towards this. So yeah. it's just kind of like being patient on that and not letting like, a number kind of like tell you oh you can change your entire lifestyle if that's not the smartest decision so it was a lot of just like surrendering honestly Mm -hmm. and having to surrender stuff when you have an ego and you have a family to take care of you're the Mm -hmm. provider uh that's the hardest part Mm because it's doing something your flesh doesn't want to do every single day of your life so that's the the real struggle yeah and and the biggest thing the most important thing i heard there is surrender and i know it came Mm -hmm. at the end and it kind of it kind of tied everything together yeah. though because honestly that's what it took for you to be able to get through the season was mm-hmm. to surrender your will and what you wanted timing wise to God because ultimately before you come to God you realize that you know you were the author of your own story you were the person that was in charge of yourself and then when you come to Christ you realize that you give that power over to God yeah. to determine the timing of the things that should occur in your life 
And so for you, you you obviously pray about things. And, that, and this is a testament to just myself as well. You know what I mean? Like we all have plans in our lives. Like mm-hmm. Mikey has plans to become a real a realtor after becoming a, a fireman. You know what I mean? We all have these these plans and expectations of what our life should look like. But the reality of the situation is nothing happens without God. Amen. That boy in his bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that boy in the bag sitting with me. Like, like, yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's so, that's so, I could feel that. Because when I was going to buy my house mm-hmm. in July, I was in the word. I was in, I was in. Even after I got it, I was in, I was in. And then it started dwindling, dwindling, dwindling to where the point where I'm at now. And it's like, I want to buy another house. Mm-hmm. I want to be a realtor. I mm-hmm. want to get a new uh, firefighting job mm-hmm. yeah. with a bigger, you know. And Have you rented by God? And that's just, yeah, that's yeah. just like a revelation to me right now because mm-hmm. it was just brought to me like, yeah. dude, that's all so your true. It's like, your will, babe. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was in my will. I'm, and, I'm and over I, here trying to get all this by myself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just got to surrender to Jesus, yeah. and I heard you today because there was a point. There was a point where, like, you know how it is when you're with your best friends. You guys want, you guys want to extend the vacay. You know, mm-hmm. like me, Zach. Yeah. We've been there. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have been there before. Like, we're leaving. He's leaving a day before I do. I leave Wednesday, so we were wanting to at least have him extend out for another day. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was unfortunate because like he wasn't able to get that extra day off. And so the frustration set in, and I sensed that he was obviously like down about it. And he started saying like, "Yeah, this is why I want to quit this job, and I want to get another one." And like. You know me, I'm going to fall back. He's a grown man. I'm not going to sit here and act like his father. Mm-hmm. But my spirit was like almost kind of disappointed. Not disappointed. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't want to say disappointed. But it was kind of sad because I'm like, you know, I want him to understand that, yes, he may think that leaving that job may be best for hit what he wants. Right. But I hope that he consults God before he does anything mm-hmm. rash. Right. Right. Because now that he's married, it's not just about Mikey. Mm-hmm. It's about his wife. It's about right. you know, the right. house that they have. It's about their finances together. So... And I know that my brother wasn't going to do anything rash, but in the moment mm-hmm. we say things and we do things that, you know, right. may not be honoring to God, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so the fact that now you realize that is yeah. just such a blessing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's why we have these I conversations as brothers because it enlightens us. Like me and Zach, we talk and we don't even, you know, I, I don't even go like set out to give Zach advice, but yeah. you know, through just talking about like, you know, revelations that I've had, mm-hmm. all of a sudden he can apply it to something that, you know, is going on in his life and then boom, a revelation like right, that occurs right. for you, you know what I mean? So right um the spiritual aspect is, is is important i'm glad you guys broke both brought it up and so yeah man i i didn't want to cut you off but i just wanted to highlight something that happened earlier and that, mm-hmm. the fact that now you've arrived no, you know, no, arrived to was... an area now where you're like okay wow i shouldn't you know what i mean i should give that over to god instead yeah. of making that decision on my own uh-huh. how are you gonna do that do give it to god Have praying, you about that? being in my bible yeah. being in my bible praying not worrying about you know looking at houses not worrying about the job opportunities because I do, yeah, like I told you guys, I do have a job opportunity with them. Mm-hmm. I have polygraph and like the certain things to get the job, but I think it's just just going through the motions with them and being in my Bible, asking God, you know, for sight, asking God for open doors that should be open, like you guys mentioned, yeah. close the doors that need Amen. to be closed. And mm-hmm. if it's not for me, if it's not meant for me to get the job, then it's not meant for me to get the job. Maybe it's not meant at the time. Maybe it's God's will. Yeah, as you guys would say, Amen. as I would right. say. So. I, th- I think that's my my plan of action, truthfully. I you love do, that. do you do that as well? Because I know you're kind of in a similar boat of like kind of looking for different jobs and uh, things that you're going to have on the on the uh, yeah. uh, horizon with housing and stuff like that. Yeah, I've I've just been in so many seasons of 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 feeling like I need to do this, need to do that on my timing, and every time that I I finally give it over to God, it just ends up way better. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like Absolutely. I told Mikey, I said there there were uh, last year before I moved to Miami. 
you know, I pictured a, an apartment that I would want. And mm-hmm. it was, I was lowballing myself at the time mm-hmm. because it was what I thought I could afford. And then God came through, blessed me with a job that like was triple to quadruple my salary that I was making back home. Mm-hmm. And then gave me an apartment that I didn't even envision. And so it was way better than my plan. And so that's, that's another point of like trusting God because like, I'm sure you didn't even envision like this house being what it is. We're looking at single wads. So, so in many times I, I know a lot of people here like, Oh yeah, trust God. It's going to be okay. Like, yeah. But like, I don't think you realize that his plan is not only better in terms of like it going smoother, but like, it's more than you can even imagine at times. Mm, like it's so more than you even set out for yourself. Like you may, oh, I want, I want to make a hundred thousand for the year, and then boom, you make a hundred and twenty, like a hundred and fifty, yeah. two hundred. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just an example. But like God supersedes your yeah. expectations all the time. Yeah, when you give it to Him. When you give yeah, it to Him, absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of the. Um, I don't know if you've heard this story. I, I know Olivia's heard it, but um, the week before Noah had to go back for, um, like, go back to his mom's. This past summer, we went to church. It was our last time going to church. Mm-hmm. They did an altar call. And I remember just sitting there, just like in the worship music, just kind of so sad that he was leaving again. Just like, how can I just keep doing this year after year after yeah. year? And it was just like, it, every time it's hard. It's always heavy. Mm-hmm. It's always emotional. And that was just when we got done with the RV thing. Yeah. So we yeah. were just in Colorado together. We were just in like all these beautiful places. We did 4th of July together. Just having a blast for the summer. And I that was the time where I was doing my... my uh, my speech writing and stuff so i didn't have to go to work we were just kicking it you know and i was just like so like hurt because i was like man i wasn't ready for that that thing that that that's that lingering thing of having to give him back and i don't know i'll see him what four months from now and it's just brutal so i went up to the altar and i was like god i i can't do this anymore i can't decide i can't go to florida because they're going to florida mm-hmm. my wife doesn't want to go to florida like I, i'd go to florida to be with him like god i need another way like i gotta just surrender him to you mm, and yeah. what popped in my mind was abraham surrendering isaac sacrificing mm-hmm. isaac mm-hmm. and like even though he prayed for isaac for years that was like what he wanted so much and that's what the lord blessed him with it was mm-hmm. isaac he still was that faithful to surrender Isaac to the Lord. And that was symbolism for what uh, Jesus would do for us. Amen. And I thought that was so powerful. So that flashed into my mind. And I'm over here just at the altar crying on the, back, the top of Noah's head, just <laughs> surrendering him to God. Like, here, he's yours. And I and one of the biggest prayer Ooh, I had yours. for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. <laughs> yeah. The biggest prayer I had for him throughout, like, the last couple of years was like, if I can't be there, God, you be there with him. Mm. You stay in his heart. You protect him. You make sure he's good. You raise him. You know, like you be the father that he needs and like that. You know what I mean? When I'm not there. And it's, I feel scummy saying that, you know, because it's like you want to be there. But the way the situation happens, the consequences of sin, of premarital sex Mm -hmm. and not being with your, your person that you had a, uh, a child with that's what that happens it leads to co-parenting where you have Mm -hmm. to figure it out and it's not always easy at all it's not easy at all we've made it work we've made it a lot better but the fact is i i surrendered him Mm -hmm. three weeks later i get a phone call that and they're moving to texas you know like you know what regardless of the brokenness god still has a plan yeah even in the brokenness. in the brokenness because you know with adam you know sin entered through adam and then what the second adam was christ so so you know god through through one man which was adam okay entered sin right into the world Uh but the second Adam, which we consider Christ, mm-hmm. through him. Wow. Yeah, so, so, so Adam was made from the dust of the earth, and then mm-hmm. Christ was made in heaven. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so he came and he, he did what we need to do so we can be yeah. seen in the image of him. Like, God sees us now. Mm-hmm. When we turn to him, he sees us without blemish and without wrinkle, Amen. which means he doesn't see us, like, as a sinners. He mm-hmm. sees us as he sees Christ, yeah. right. which is so cool because it gives you kind of like a, um, a it helps you see yourself in a better light, you know, mm-hmm. instead of having these self-doubts and these, like, oh, I'm not good enough for God or I'm a, I'm a scumbag because I, I sinned when I know not to sin. You know, it kind of gives you... You get to see God's grace on full display mm-hmm. by knowing what his word says about the way he sees you mm-hmm. because he sees you like he sees Christ. Amen. 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 And, and and through that death, burial, and resurrection, we died with Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing because, you know, baptism was touched on briefly today in, our, in the sermon. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I even told Mikey because, you know, me and Mikey have been able to talk about, you know, our faith together since he's been here. And, uh, you know, I told him about me getting baptized and making that procession of faith before man mm-hmm. publicly. And, um, you know, the most beautiful thing about baptism is that it is our expression and the uniting with Christ when he died. We died along with Christ in mm-hmm. his death. Yeah. And what that means is that the old us is washed away and that new comes in. Mm-hmm. And so when, when, when Christ died and washed those sins away that, that were there before, we became new like Christ did when he was resurrected. And so that, it's a beautiful thing to understand and realize that baptism you know obviously um before baptism you know there's there's understanding there of of the need for a savior and that kind of stuff but through baptism you bring a lot more people to faith through that public display of 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 dedication Mm -hmm. and so i can't i can't even like stress the fact that you know so many people in my life through just seeing me get baptized now they want to get baptized and it may not just be because of me obviously they've gotten to a point in their faith where they feel convicted enough to be Mm -hmm. baptized but it's a beautiful thing, right. you know what I mean? Because of that reason that it touches so many other lives, mm-hmm. you know, besides you who are actually, you know, doing it. Um, but yeah, getting back to getting back to you, man, like, you know, giving Noah back to God and just surrendering his life and just, you know, everything over to him. Man, that's that's such a powerful, powerful thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just sitting here in awe about that because, like, that's the toughest thing to do, man, is like as a parent or just as a as a regular person, just giving your even your yeah. hurt and your resentment and what yeah. you're dealing with over to God. It's tough because yeah. like you said on so many pods, we want to strong arm things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, something like that. Especially when yeah. it comes to your yeah. son. Yeah, and you've been strong arm me for a long time. Right. You said what? You've been strong arm me for a long time. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? You've been trying to make it work from yeah. a fleshly point of view. And right? it's caused a lot of conflict too because mm-hmm. it's involved a lot of emotion. So therefore I haven't been um I haven't been representing Christ um through that because i've been it's been so much pain that it's almost like a lash out a lot of times as well it's a lot of uh not to say blame game um but it's a lot of just um looking for ways to be even more upset almost instead Mm -hmm. of like seeing the positive you're starting to see the darkness and stuff you know Mm -hmm. um and you just want to make sure that you have a positive role in your son's life and it's hard to do that when you're on such a limited time share due to military due to Mm co-parenting due to everything else that was just uh, in front of us at the time so mm-hmm. the fact that he's here now it's just a testimony you know he's doing amazing he loves it here he loves uh his his mom also just got a house as well uh which is incredible because they're so they're happy they're doing projects at the house and stuff too and it all yes. happens so fast for them as mm-hmm. well so it just shows that like yo god's getting his people like ready mm-hmm. to go um and he's he's really just looking out for us you know mm-hmm. and and it just it's beautiful and noah knows the Lord, you know, and, and that's a beautiful thing. And he thanks Jesus all the time for bringing him here. So Amen. it's really cool to hear him pray and just see him in his faith that 
at a young age, you know, and you heard Malachi tonight. That's that's <laughs> a new thing since yeah. we moved here. Yeah. He was praying as well, and the yeah. way he says Jesus is awesome. Mm-hmm. We've been when I walk him <laughs> when I walk him to go night night. Um, night night. Sorry guys, so well, dad <laughs> dad verbiage there. <laughs> when I walk him to go to sleep, uh, he he we we pray as well, and uh, he he loves it. He just like smiles and looks at me and stuff. So, um, having him have a little relationship with the Lord already at two years old, it just shows that like. You know, it's so important to pour that into your children. And mm-hmm. I hope that Noah's and, and Malachi are strong enough in their faith and Zeke are strong enough in their faith as they get older where they're not, they don't have to like, oh, wait three years to surrender, you know, the Noah situation to God. You know, yeah. I did it in the like fourth quarter felt like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like yeah. <laughs> right when he was about to go back. You know, <laughs> It's like, what was I waiting for? But at the yeah. same time, it's like that's in that moment at the altar. Just, it became real. It became yeah. like I was right there at the, at the feet of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. just being like here you are you know and mm-hmm. it was it's so cool because noah felt like the tears like hitting his head looked up check on me and stuff but he didn't say nothing you know mm-hmm. but and it's cool because i'm excited for him to like hear this story one day you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah he might be old enough now but i feel like it hit him harder Amen. when he's older too absolutely you know? absolutely that's beautiful i'm so excited to see him tomorrow yeah he's coming through years and just see his growth and mm-hmm. just the way you've been raising him too just yeah. that's Thank not you. easy You're, no. you've been raising him for thing about nine years yeah yeah seven of those years have just been co-parenting that's yeah. not easy at all so i commend yeah. you on that god makes a way man yeah and he's he faithful to you before you were faithful to him and that's something i love saying Ooh, yeah. I, mean, I, I, like I say that, that too yep. yeah and, and it's crazy because we don't sometimes we don't realize it until we're on the other side we're like wow god was really in he, the was mm-hmm. he was looking he's out he's looking out looking when nobody else was looking out yeah. you know yeah and you can't say that about anybody else. I mean, family likes to be there for you, and we like to think that family will be there through thick and thin, but <laughs> you know what I mean? In reality, like, mm-hmm. our, the Father is the only thing that we can really, really rely on Absolutely in this right. crazy, ever-changing world, you know? Ever-changing. And yeah. I struggle with patience, as yeah. it is. Yeah. So this is just, I don't know if it's helped me with patience yet, but <laughs> I'm, I'm the, I'm, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, the one thing, the beautiful thing about looking back on past seasons is that you can look at things that you struggle with and seeing how God has gotten you through them to like, you know what I mean? Like change, you know what I mean? And so for this season, you may not see the change just yet, but the simple fact of looking back and seeing what God has gotten you through, that change is going to happen regardless. You know what I mean? Because you can't, you can't help but look back and say, okay, this is, yeah, it's definitely I can changed. trust. Yeah, you know what it's... I mean? I can trust. And that's what a testimony, God gives you a testimony too. Um, Tony Evans' actual daughter, like the older one, she, I don't know her name. and I, I don't want to Priscilla? Priscilla, actually, thanks for that, man. Look at you. You know a little more about me. Hey, it's crazy. But I got you, bro. Yeah, so Priscilla actually says um, she actually keeps a book, like a book of, of notes, kind of like you do, like a journal. Mm. And she actually will write, not just for herself, but her children and her husband. She'll write the times that God has gotten them through a tough season. Mm. And she'll go in description about it. And then it'll be obviously a long book because, God, you know, there's many battles that we go through throughout a week, throughout a month, throughout a year. And so when she's going through a new battle, she'll go back and she'll read. Mm, I like that. that does for her is just it gives her so much clarity and it gives her so much strength to just trust God in that storm. Yeah. Because wow. we go through many storms. You know so, many storms. so many Especially storms. Especially as believers, many, bro. We're getting attacked left and right, bro. Absolutely. And if you're not getting attacked, then you got to re- reconsider where you're at in your faith. Because <laughs> that's another thing that Tony says. Is like, yo, yeah. like if you're not getting spiritually attacked, yeah. you're on the sidelines. You're on the sidelines. You're yeah. not in the game. That's right. And so, you know, uh, you can talk about getting hit as a football player all you want. Mm-hmm. But until you get on that practice field, <laughs> until right. you get on the field of life, you know, field you can't really be tested. And so it's a beautiful thing, man, that you, you've gone through this because, like, now that you're on the other side, now when that next heat comes through, That's so true. that heat wave comes through, it's like, yo, I've been here before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm good. Yeah, my I'm wife good. says that so much, too. She's like, well, 
because I stress, I'll be honest with you guys, and you guys probably already know this, I'd be stressing, like, stock market and investing <laughs> and stuff like that, like, all the time. Like and then, so, 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 I'm telling you, sometimes when the days, like, when it's a red day, yeah. I feel, I feel, like, sad. When it's a green day, I'm up, you yeah. know, and it's like, that's not a good place to be in, especially because it's like, I, I know I'm, like, investing for the long term, so, but sometimes I have the short-term emotions, and I'll, you know, talk to Catherine about it in real time, I'll be like, yeah, everything's just so trash right now, I don't get it, what's going on, Biden, this, this, and that. <laughs> Biden checks aren't coming through. Like no, 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 nobody getting that money in the markets anymore. And then, uh, so I, she'll just have to remind me, like, yo, God has always provided for us in mm. such a big way. Mm-hmm. Like we've never had to struggle in a way that has been kind of like you know super taxing on the family. Besides a small season of not um, having income per, in in in, um, in a season, yeah. uh, but at the same time, it's like during that time I was over here having to do all the house stuff, and I was able to, mm-hmm. you know, write a book. Mm-hmm. So it kind of paid off, you know, during yeah. that time. God separated me from my work to have me focus on His will yeah. yet again. And so, like, just surrendering that and realizing He is our provider has been such a, it's it's such a hard thing to get get at, yeah. you know, because yeah. of how our culture is and how much we've been programmed to like, you know, like what success is defined as, yeah. and like our, our our love for money is. You know, sometimes stronger than it needs to be, yeah. um, when it, which is the biggest thing that can separate you from God. So Catherine does a great job of reminding me that mm-hmm. He is like always provided for us. Amen. You know? Amen. And, Amen. And that's part of having a strong and and uh, you know oh, loving wife who loves Christ. You know tell what him. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's and and I, you know I'll just say briefly. You know these two men. You know standing on you know sitting on the side of me like they're both married and you know hopefully like you know I'll be married you know hopefully in the near future, but. Um, for me, yeah, you have to delete that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's God's Hi. will. It's God's it's God's will. But what I did want to say about marriage, because I actually gave a little sermon on on marriage like uh, like two weeks ago at church, is that trusting God and finding you a spouse is really important for those of you who want to get married out there. And I'm just so thankful that obviously Zach has a God fearing woman by his side, as well as Mikey. But you know. Um, Paul talks about in Corinthians so much about the fact mm-hmm. that we should be and stay as we are. And, and for many people, they take offense to that. People that want to get married take offense to that because they're like, yo, why, why is he like being so biased? But, you know, Paul was obviously unmarried. And so maybe he's be little, you know, a little biased. But the reason why he says that is because there's a lot of problems that occur for married couples. And he says that he said, you know, in this life, if you do get married, be, tr- be ready for trouble, be ready for problems that will arise. And so that being said, Knowing that that is to come, having someone by you that is spiritually where you are is important. Because when you are down on your faith and you need somebody to hold you accountable, the person that can do that the easiest is that person who you go to bed with at night. Mm-hmm. And that's your wife. That's your spouse. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so having that, I know for a fact that's helped you a lot. And I, I, you know, I haven't heard you really talk about it, but I know you can probably attest to that as yeah. well. It's so important to have a partner who's right where you are spiritually and that you guys push each other. You know, we talk about friends pushing each other and holding each other accountable. But Mm -hmm. if you're in a season of wanting to get married and you're in a season of dating someone, keep that in mind. You're going through life. Spirituality is the most important thing. Your closeness to God, your relationship with God is only going to be as strong as your spouse relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to speak on that for a minute because I have somebody uh, that's in my circle of, of life that has spoken about they are they're a little bit hard on their their wife because they uh, she doesn't read the Bible like he reads the don't Bible. Say no names though. I ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> all right, but um, I had to remind my brother in Christ that um, you can you can love Christ. There's seasons for everything. You know, like mm-hmm. Catherine's not over here reading the Word every day or yeah. being studious or like mm-hmm. you know talking about the ponds or like 
you know, being hungry to go see Tony Evans like we are. But that don't mean she's not loving the Lord every day. That's she's strong in her faith, too, because she right. had a season, wait, many yeah. more seasons than you I have. Know, You're the baby right. Christian. Know, she's, right. you know she I mean? she just needs maintenance. You right. know what I mean? Like, exactly. She got a good whip. She yeah, got like trim, that, trim the hedges real yeah. quick. She got, convent, like, she got good oil. You she needs maintenance. She just needs maintenance. She That's got it. the Tesla. For real. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Nah, but you're blessed because he, he married someone who had um, a very strong faith already. And mm-hmm. you have to understand, Zach came to Christ a little bit after. He knew Christ, but full force came after, you know, yeah, obviously after. his wife did. And man, his wife, I don't know if you guys have heard of the episode, but like she has some crazy testimonies of her yeah, own. I got to get her back on. Yeah, for sure. What better audio though this yeah, time? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know, for sure. Yeah, don't listen to that one yet. <laughs> audio, <laughs> audio ain't good. I got a new mic though. New mic good. I was actually thinking about having her on to talk about a lot of the things that she... Uh, she like really puts her attention to and focus to as far yeah. as like the natural remedies of, yes. of, of natural products, mm-hmm. non-toxics and stuff like that. And yeah. kind of talk about it through a biblical perspective as yeah. well as like parenting Oof. and as well as um, like homesteading and the value and importance of like making sure what you put in your body is clean and mm-hmm. honoring to God. So it's kind of a little thought I had today, actually. That'd so. be beautiful, bro. Yeah. I'm yeah, that. honestly, she's she's on top of her game, man. As a mom, as like a herbalist, I call her herbalist. Like, she's all about like she's all about the herbs and just like the, the you know the natural stuff. And I love that because I you know I become that way, you know, so I can appreciate it. It's very it's very um. Would you say like holistic? Would would holistic be kind of like defined as like biblical? Would you say? I mean. I haven't read too much about holistic stuff in the mm-hmm. Bible, just because you know. But it sounds like it, right? It sounds it sounds like yeah, it sounds yeah, like you sounds know. Like what I mean? But at, at the end of the day, regardless of of whether you know the Bible is for holistic or not, I mean we can use our judgment, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's things that are obviously like set in stone, mm-hmm. and there's things that's not. And actually, in the last yeah. episode of yeah. my pod, I talked about you know uh, debatable things like that are not in Scripture, but that we use discernment on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we should be able to discern that obviously a natural remedy would should you know, probably mm-hmm. trump the fact of using something that's synthetic. Right. You know what I mean? So we shouldn't have to really, you know, think too, too hard on it and say, oh, well, I don't know if we should, you know what I mean? Like, obviously the natural should win over the synthetic and the fake, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you mentioned today about meditation mm-hmm. and that was something that I've done in the past mm-hmm. or, or even like breathing, simple breathing techniques. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, I guess you're kind of going into it in that sense. But. Yeah. No, that's a good segue yeah. right there. That's a good segue. Yeah. yeah meditating. I, I think uh, Zach is the one that posed the question. We were in the car. I think we're on mm-hmm. the way to church. And he's, you know, I, and the thing I love about Zach is he'll just go and just ask you questions. And, and sometimes he'll know the answer to the question or maybe he'll know his version of it. But he'll ask it just to get somebody else's perspective to, you know, heighten even his awareness of, of the question and, and, you know, the possibilities. And so I love that. And so Zach just posed. He's like, yo, have you ever like you know, meditated before. And I was like, eh. and I kind of thought to myself, because it's not something I think about. I was like, eh. I guess I meditate on the word. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I guess I'll sit there and I'll read a scripture and I'll think about all the different possibilities of what was going on. You know, hence why we had a conversation earlier about like, yo, do you think like Christ was the one that was in the burning bush? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like we mm-hmm. obviously meditate on the word enough to like be in a state of asking ourselves different type of questions. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? Like what when you say meditate? Well, it's funny because like what I want to talk about after this little initial one is because that all led to the communion part. Because mm-hmm. a lot of that, what I was studying about, about the communion aspect of it is not being able to focus our minds on Christ and what he did for us for wow. a long period of time. During the communion. So during the communion. Right. So I kind of... I kind of connected that with meditation it's like the way to kind of get your mind fixed on that communion moment if you're struggling to actually do that is to meditate on the word more so you're building up your focus and you're building up that that endurance to be able to do that in that in that setting like one-on-one with god to the point where it's like 
that communion moment would mm-hmm. be able to be easier for you because you're so used to meditating on the word wow. uh, that you'd be able to like succeed in that moment. And the reason why I want to pause you right now, the reason why I'm saying wow, Mikey's off the side <laughs> saying wow too is because let's rewind real quick. <laughs> on the way to church today, mind you, got, we guys, we're all excited to go to church. Obviously, like we, we love Tony Evans and um, on the way there, you know, we had conversations here and there and um, out of nowhere, Zach goes, yo, you know what's crazy? Like, you know, communion like what do you guys think about that and we you know kind of just let him go into it and he was like you know like i i you know i realized that like communion should be something that we really dwell on and we really try to take ourselves to that place where christ was dying for our Mm -hmm. sins and i was sitting there and i was like you know we weren't talking about anything with communion like the conversation was so far away from communion (laughs) that it was like dude why are you why are you so off in this other like place right now and obviously now that he's explaining it in relation to um meditation meditation i had an epiphany because i'm like that's even makes it even deeper and the reason i'm going to say why it's deeper is because the actual sermon today was about communion Mm -hmm. and on how crazy is it that zach ends up talking about something on the way to church that is then highlighted as a sermon and brings us all revelations that like now we take with us you know from this day moving forward and it's forever changes i feel like how crazy is that? And I, I just want you to talk about like the fact that God would literally do that so often mm-hmm. and just like solidifying a point, yeah. highlighting a point and like giving you like, yo, I'm in the midst right now. You guys, are taking, you guys were taking your time to talk about me. God says where two or three are, are, are assembled, I am in the midst. Mm-hmm. That was a hmm. testimony of that today. And I just want you guys to talk about that. If you have another testimony about that, great. If you want to sew into what I just said, even better. I'm just wild yeah. about that right now. Yeah, I mean it's a wild moment because especially with you know Mikey being there, you want you want him to just get the best experience possible with the Tony Evans and just you know hit the Holy Spirit just moving today. You know mm-hmm. that's something that we were really you know hoping for and praying for, and the fact that we were able to like kind of speak on that and it come up in a w- the way that it did before mm-hmm. we actually hear a powerful message that Tony Evans gave. It kind of just shows that God is like he's and that's like what today was about yeah. was like that was the that was not to say like the the message of the sermon mm. but that was the the thing that god wanted us to really focus on today mm. that was the thing that god wanted us to like tying up in to the point where it's like it even happened in the car and it shows that god is like really working on us uh as as a, as a group too as individuals and as a group to be able to like apply what we're talking about and learning about and what he's like putting on our hearts to be able to to receive that from you know you know somebody that's probably a little bit more uh, obviously more uh, knowledgeable in their faith, um, brilliant speaker, man. Tony Evans, you have to listen to him if you haven't yet. Uh, but yeah, man, it was just, it just it was really cool to be able to like have that because it makes you even it, for me it gave me a little bit like, man, I really am called, man. Yeah, you know, it's like man. he has really called me, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes you doubt it. You're like, man, yeah. I'm about to graduate. It's like, what are we gonna do after that? Mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of get mm-hmm. a little bit just kind of uncertain or unsure about what the future looks like in ministry, and then yeah. you have something like that happen, and it's just God doing a little. Just shining on you a little bit, and just being like, "Yo, Facts. I got you." You know, like yeah. I know, I know what we, you need to be talking about, or asking questions about, or Amen. something like that. So that was really cool. It is, I love it. And and Mikey, just talk about like your experience through that situation because I know, I know you've had Holy Spirit led situations happen like that before, mm-hmm. maybe. But the fact that that happened today, just talk about that. Like, what how what was your thought well, process on it? Well, in the aftermath of it, like looking back now, you see, like the Holy Spirit was there. It had to have been because. How could it just come on his mind through meditation? There, mm-hmm. there's, there's reasons beyond our knowing, and that's through the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. through Lord Jesus. 
And I was in my Bible while I was in it. I was just, you know, flipping around the Bible, mm-hmm. and I heard communion, and then I was like, all right, we get over there, and mm-hmm. then I see fasting, which that's another thing I'd like to talk about, because mm-hmm. you've been throwing fasting, and yeah. the return of fasting was the part one of her sermon, mm-hmm. I'm guessing the last week, and then we see uh, <laughs> wow. return of the communion, yeah. or it was the return of something in the communion was mm-hmm. the main um, sermon. And seeing that, I was like, dang it. I was like, that's that's wild. Yeah. The whole session today there was just was crazy. Sure it, it was just the, the being there from the, the music. Mm-hmm. The, mu- the music was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just yeah. being at that type of church with that many people, mm-hmm. throwing their hands up, praising Jesus. Mm-hmm. I just, you could feel, I felt, yeah. I felt it in me. Absolutely. I, I felt the Holy Spirit, too, bro. Yeah. Watching people. Very early on, too. The, it takes a while sometimes yeah. for me, but yeah. Yeah, I was... Right then, for people, yeah, people dancing, the, yeah, the, the, hey, the hey, dance hey, where they're hey, jumping. Hey, I, yeah. I was, I was hyped to be there. Yeah, and yeah. loving Christ is cool, man. And, and mm-hmm. people don't tell you that, you know. Like for years, I didn't, I didn't feel that that was the case. You know, the world makes you feel a certain way about because there's yeah. not many people that you know that do love Christ. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but oh, like, you're right. You're like right. I just, I, you see the love, you feel the love, you see the people in the stands. How uh, Olivia was saying when they yeah. were up in that shelf above the singers, like where heaven, the choir yeah, was, yeah. it really did. There's some yeah. so much symbolism in the fact mm-hmm. that they're above you looking and singing and, and praying they're basically praising over it they're amen. they're singing beautiful it was it was beautiful yeah man. it was incredible amen it was it was, and it, it was crazy because we all made the joke because like at the end they they asked if we want to be members and we all you know we, we were all like debating whether we should and obviously i don't live okay. here so i was like yeah i think i would i would I and, and zach made a good he made a good indication was like yo like i don't think i could go to that church every every sunday and i was like and i thought about it i was like what do you why why do you say that He's like, dude, like, I feel like it's such a gem to hear Tony speak. Mm-hmm. And he gets so deep. It's like, I have to digest for a couple weeks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like if I go every Sunday, I feel like I'm not going to really get right, the blood right. of everything. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to be, uh, like, desensitized to it almost. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because and the, there's times I go to my church and, like, I, it feels uh, like my pastor is incredible. He's, he's, a, he's a blessing in itself. He's mm-hmm. knowledgeable. He's fun. He's charismatic. Uh, he's he's charming up there. He's got jokes. He's got yeah. scripture that makes you like feel something. He's not afraid to offend you. Uh, majority of the Sundays, mm-hmm. which I like too. <laughs> um, but there's times I like feel like I just get used to it. You know, mm-hmm. I just get used to like the the Sundays. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and being able to go see Evans is kind of like it's almost like a, a you you replenish your spirit in that way. You kind of like you feel like all right, man. I just saw Michael Jordan. You know, it's like yeah. I want to go hoop. You know what I mean? Like, you remember that? Like, yeah. when we would go see, like, your idol play ball, and yeah. you would just want to go home and play ball, you know? So, well, like, in my case, I, I went to go see my idol play ball, and Buddy wasn't there. Well, he was there, but he wasn't playing. <laughs> he was injured, Kobe. <laughs> and, then I, and, then I, and then I met him. Yeah, no bigs. <laughs> Buddy met him. That's crazy. crazy. Speaking of NBA players, you want to share about your boy, Dwight? Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good segue right there. That was a good segue. We got time? It's crazy. Yeah, we, we might. Time. So, we might man, something it's crazy good. happened, bro. Something crazy. Um, Yeah, actually, on the way here. No, it didn't happen the way here. I actually, strap in. Strap, <laughs> yeah, strap in, guys. Strap it's be, yeah, this might be a whole episode. <laughs> so, it was actually a week ago. A week ago today. I, I flew in Thursday. I think today is, what, Sunday? And so a week before Thursday, um, I had comments on um, on Dwight's one of his posts. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, Dwight NBA Howard's player, post, NBA player, uh, plays for the Lakers right now. You guys probably know him from the Orlando Magic and mm-hmm. his playoff runs, finals appearance against Kobe and all that. Um, dunk contest, <laughs> dunk, yeah, dunk Superman, contest, Superman, yeah. all that. And um, so yeah, I commented on one of his photos. He actually went to um, one of the holy cities of. Um, What's the in India. Of, in India, I think, mm-hmm. and it, um, the religion was I'm trying to remember now. Um, 
was it? Hindu. Hinduism. Hinduism. Yes. It was one of the ancient cities of Hinduism. And he had traveled there. I guess the, the city had been closed down for, for a while. A while yeah. And so they were having like a revival event for Hinduism and the God, I guess, of that city. And so he was surprisingly a part of that celebration. And for someone who I thought was a devout Christian man of God, seeing him in that atmosphere was weird. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was kind of waiting to, you know, make my, I guess, uh, you know, have my opinion on the, on, the, on the case until I saw more. And so as he started posting, he started posting more pictures, more videos. And there was one video and in an array of other photos where he was going through an actual like, you know, uh, process of like, uh, like ritual. of ritual, like, huh. you know, in, in the Hindu like atmosphere, you know, place like he was going through that, that ritual. And it was such a weird thing to, to see because I'm like, that's not becoming of God. I mean, everything mm-hmm. that I've read in the Bible is, you know, there's one God, you know, like if you have made that procession of faith to God, the father, there's no other gods before or after him. And so for someone to be dabbling in Hinduism or any other religion for that matter, that's something that's very serious. You know what I mean? And so I, I, I took it upon myself with love to just, you know, comment and say, hey, Dwight, like you're a man of God, as far as I know, um, you know, don't dabble in Hinduism, love to all. But I think that, you know, for us as believers, we need to be a light in the world and we need to be united on the, fo- on the, f- on the fact of there being one Savior mm-hmm. and there being, as Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. And so there's no one else that, can, that you can go through to claim, you know, to claim salvation right. and, and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I said it with love and, you know, I even ended with love and, you know, the little emoji hands and all mm-hmm. that. And so, I mean, you, you make comments all the time and, you, you know, I'm famous people's story. Myself, I don't really do it often. Yeah. If I do, it's in relation to God. And so I didn't expect it for him to reply. I didn't expect anything to come from it. If anything, I probably thought that people would probably either say negative things or, mm-hmm. you know, agree with me. And so fast forward, a week goes by and <laughs> I think the first night I came in, I went to sleep pretty early. I went to sleep around like 7 p.m. And then I woke up randomly at like 3 a.m., went and brushed my teeth and came out. And uh, apparently Dwight Howard DM'd me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting there in my bed and I'm just like, nah, there's no way. And I see the blue check mark. It's confirmed. (laughs) And, you know, I didn't open it because I was just kind of weirded out for a little bit. And so I think I ended up like falling asleep because I was just that tired. And so I fell asleep. And I think when I woke up, that was the first thing on my mind again. So I kind of wanted to confirm if I was just kind of groggy or not. Went back in, it was Dwight. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> what is this guy talking about? Simply put, he DMs me and says, yo, don't ever tell me what to do with my life. He said, dude, I, don't ever disrespect don't me. Don't ever disrespect me and tell me what to do. I know who I am. <laughs> I'm sitting, and I'm sitting there like, yo, I cannot. First of all, I can't believe Dwight Howard just messaged me. Second of all, <laughs> I got to share this with my boys. Like, yo, y'all got to wake up. I got to tell somebody about this. Like, this is crazy. And so, um, you know, we were actually going on the way to go pick up Mikey. And so Zach and I were in the car and I told him about it. And, uh, you know, we just kind of like went back and forth about it. Like, what should I say? And that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, man, I just I just went through, uh, you know, the motion with it in terms of just like, you know, trying to ask him why he felt disrespected. And, you know, obviously he had no reason or he had no rebuttal yeah. to the fact. And you that asked he, him if he was a Christian. And yeah, like, I mean, I've gone and he, he said it. What do you say? He, he said, said it's not have, important. Yeah, I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. I, you know, I don't yeah. have to tell you. He just got kind of childish about it. Very like much. It, it shows that, like, now it just shows number one, spiritual immaturity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, and it just shows that, like, man, it's 
when you're living in this in this, that world of fame and, and fortune, it's so easy to pretend you're something you're not, you know, and yeah. to say you know who you are. It's like clearly this like that's the lie. Yeah. You know, he's saying hmm. that like because he's he, that's the lie to himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. know who he is. That's why he's still seeking all these places and, yeah. and these religions and, you know, and like getting he wants to be um, getting attention from that. Mm hmm. And he wants support from that. And that's why he felt so disrespected because you weren't being the yes man that he's used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you just said. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the fact is like you were, you know, God put you, put you through that test to go ahead and, um, to go ahead and uh, say what you said. And I just think it's incredible because it just shows that like, yo, the, the, the power of social media as far as connecting and reaching other people is at an all time high. And the fact that like you can actually use your platform to uh, love and serve God. Uh, even as just somebody that uh, just has a little pod, so to see, baby, you know, you had had the opportunity to, you know, speak some life into an NBA player. I wouldn't say superstar by any means. <laughs> not <laughs> not anymore. Former superstar. But he, he like he wore PPG again these yeah, days. But he was but a superstar. He was a in superstar. His right. He was. Yeah. No disrespect yeah. to his past. But his present, though. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing. And the thing. Shoot a bucket, though. <laughs> and, and the thing now is like, I don't I don't want to come down on hard, you know, hard on him and. You know, in the in the event that he listens to this podcast, you know, since he did see my comment, I know, but he don't tune in now. <laughs> but in the event that he does see this, I mean, you know, I, I did it with love initially, and you know, it's still love now. You know, I just feel like God is calling us back. Those who have steered away from Him, mm-hmm. God is calling us back to Him. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. our job. Our our relationship with God is our responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you know, I talked about in the last pa- like last podcast, like I want to sow into the podcast weekly. But my relationship goes and trumps above me putting content out about God. Like yeah. my relationship is more important than that. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if my if my relationship with God is taking a back seat, I'm gonna put everything from the world aside and go after that. You know, I'm Absolutely. gonna pick up my cross and go after him. And so yeah. that's just a testimony and in, 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 in my life, but I feel like we've all been through you know similar situations. But for Dwight, you know, I thought he was a Christian. I still don't know if he is because he wasn't interested in proclaiming that to me. Um, but I want you to know out there, if you are a man of God or a woman of God, you should not be ashamed of the gospel at all. You should, people should know what team you are on. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with a friend as well, maybe two months ago and they, and they, they felt compelled to tell me like, they don't think that, you know, uh, God uh, tells us to, uh, that we have to speak about our, 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 you know, our faith like that boldly and that kind of stuff. And I said, no, absolutely. We are called to be the light in this world. We are called to proclaim the gospel the great commission bro. that's the great commission before christ went and ascended into heaven he, yeah what do you say what do you say what do you say <laughs> <laughs> yo when two christians are battling i was like yo what do you what say, say? <laughs> no he said he said um he said he's going to be with us always for sure but Amen. he said go out and make disciples baptize them in the name the father and the holy spirit Amen. and um and then basically proclaim the gospel Amen. throughout make disciples of yeah, all nations exactly of all and, nations that's it yes. and, and and that's what we should be doing and so, and the Bible also says, blessed are the feet of those who carry the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those who carry the gospel, they should make their living from the gospel. And I know, I, and you know what I mean? I like, love to do that. <laughs> but I want, I, I want that Oak Cliff church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that church is beautiful. That church is beautiful. I want to be 70 looking like that. I, know, I, right? say, I say all that to Wait, say, I say all that to say that our most important thing is spiritual maturity. In this walk with God, spiritual maturity is the most important thing. Hmm. And so if anything is getting in the way of that, you need to cut it off. God says if your left hand causes you to sin, you chop it off. It is better to enter the kingdom of heaven with one less hand than to enter sinful. Mm -hmm. So I leave you with that. Wow. 
That was hyperbole, though. <laughs> <laughs>